When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of After the Snap, we will be covering some headlines out of the MLB All-Star Game from this past week, as well as an introduction for the NFL training camp coming up. It's time for After the Snap. Let's go. Every snap is an interview. After the Snap. What a snap. And keep your mouth shut, 50! I lead by example. With Blake and Reed Ferguson discussing life in, out, and after football. To be able to leave walking away with a degree and a championship, uh, it couldn't be any better. Yeah! Well, you can take this boy out the real sound, but you can't take the real sound out of my voice. And now here we go again, twist a little bit of tea because I got thick skin. Reed, I saw a tweet from you this past week that I wanted to ask you about. I wanted to get your take on record, I can't remember exactly what it said, but you were not exactly happy with Airbnb's pricing. You weren't happy with the overall experience of working with an Airbnb. I know you stayed in an Airbnb last night, maybe the last two nights as you road tripped back to Buffalo. Give me your thoughts on Airbnb. For all those listening, welcome to the show. I have been road tripping to and from Buffalo, wherever we have lived throughout you know, my career thus far. I love road trips. Huge fan. I love getting to how take, far is it? take some new routes. How far is a road trip from Houston to Buffalo? It's about 23, 24 hours driving time. Uh, we did it over three days, uh, and we just landed earlier this afternoon. I love road trips. Uh, Brett came with me, a friend of the pod, very uh, loyal listener. So shout out to Brett. But um, great, great, fa- fantastic storyteller. He, he he told a story, hilarious story, on the, or the first day of the road trip. And it made the whole day just fly by. And it wasn't that long of a story, but it was like he told the story and it took a while. And then we kind of, we were like, do something else. And we reference the story again and keep talking about it and then do something else. Then we come back, reference something in the story related to something. And we kind of do something else. It kind of made the whole day, the whole first day fly by. Uh, so that was fantastic. He's a great road trip partner. Okay. So the, the whole Airbnb thing. So I, I have been, so, so the first few years, I traveled from uh, Atlanta to Buffalo. I would stay. I did hotels. I, I stayed at the same hotels. Because took, you were by yourself. Took, I was by myself or with Buck. I brought Buck with me uh, eventually when after I got him. Um, the I would stay at the same hotels. I would take roughly the same route. Um, it would be, you know, twice a year. So last year or maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, I started, uh, you know, we got Luna. We have two dogs now. So it's just easier for me to handle giving them a space for themselves to run around, 
to move around while we're traveling. They're be they're in the car all day. I'd hate to just coop them up in a hotel room, you know, where, you know, if I have to walk them, I have, you know, that's like a 15 to 20 minute deal where you got, you know, it's like, okay, that's like super pit being super picky, but after driving nine or 10 hours in a day, the last thing you want to do, last is thing you want to do yeah. is take like three dog walks at nine, 10 and 11 PM. Right. So like that, that's my thought process. Just, okay, let them out, sure. you go out in the backyard, whatever, spend a little extra money for an Airbnb, roughly so, the same, spend a so little extra thought. money or so I thought when I first started doing it, I, it, it, the, the pricing was relatively similar. It was not that much more expensive, sometimes not as expensive, sometimes less expensive than a hotel that I would have stayed at that was pet friendly. Obviously you calculate in the pet fee depending on where you're staying. It's, you know, varies by hotel brand, which to me, in my opinion, the pet fee is absolute doo-doo because it doesn't, unless your dog makes a mess or leaves hair everywhere, What's the point of the dog fee? Like, uh, it's it's covering them property. in case of yeah. It's covering well, them in case of come back damage. and charge me after the fact if I damage something. Like you I have my card on file. Well, just see, I'm getting. I'm about to get into that with the Airbnb deal. So I look. So okay. So I've stayed at Airbnbs before. We did Airbnb a couple times last year. Looked at them this year, and so our first stop was from Houston. We made it all the way to Memphis. So the past couple of weeks, I've been researching Airbnb in Memphis, and I posted a tweet, I don't even know, a week ago or something, when I was looking. Are you pulling it up? Yep, I have it right Airbnb. Here. $134 for one night. night. So that's, so, okay, so just first off, that's base. first off, that's what you see. Yep. When, that's you what start, they, when that's I search what they Airbnb yep. on the app, and I say, and I put my parameters, my filter, yep. and I say, I want from 110 to 180, you know, I don't really want to spend $200 a night, whatever. That's, you know, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to stay at a bougie hotel. 134 a night. Plus. Okay. So that's, so I click on it and I go through, I swipe the pictures. I'm like, oh, it's fantastic. This is beautiful. It's, got, it's, it's big, it's a big place. Yep. Had, you know, a ton of bedrooms. That's a reserve. Which it. I was like, okay, $134 seems cheap. Let's just show, it had a huge yard. Great, yeah. like a gated like driveway. I was like, this is fantastic. I want to stay in this place every single time. So yeah. I was like, okay, let me just click through and see, um, you know, the review. I looked at the reviews. Oh, it's a great spot. Great walking trails, you know, kind of close to whatever. Go to the reserve button. I was like, okay, yeah. you know, I'm staying here these dates. I'm checking out this date. I'm literally staying one night and I go down and it spits yeah. out. The and I'm like, okay, there's going to be some kind of service fee. They're always, you know, Uber has a service fee. You know, the taking money out of the bank, there's a service fee. You know, whatever. So I go, you know, I'm like, it's going to be, you know, an extra twenty dollars, thirty dollars. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't have the tweet pulled up. You have the tweet pulled up. Yeah, what is this? Got, range it's got line by line, one hundred and thirty-four dollars times one night plus cleaning fee, three hundred and twenty-five dollars. Dude, I don't know I, any cleaner in the history of cleaning homes that charges $325. I don't know if the person that cleans the White House <laughs> charges that much. 
$300? It cost me $325. How big was his house? First of all, how many bedrooms? How many bedrooms? You didn't, you didn't use it. It was like, no. No, I didn't stay there. You kidding me? So you stayed somewhere else. I stayed somewhere else. Okay. On top of the cleaning fee, by the way, it costs $150 to clean my house. And that to me was like, that's a lot for like me and my dog living in a house. Anyway, service fee, $64 and 80 cents. Hi. So is that the service fee is half fee, half the nightly fee? Service fee is probably Airbnb's cut of I don't know that piece of pie, uh, and then occupancy taxes and fees one hundred and two dollars and nine cents. That's one hundred and two dollars for occupancy taxes on a hundred and thirty four dollar rate. Okay, so same. You have it pulled up for a one hundred advertised as one hundred and thirty four dollars a night. What is the total for grand one night? total for one night is six hundred and twenty-five dollars and eighty-nine cents. I'm I when I tell you that I almost you know where the term flipped a lid comes from? I don't. Okay, you've been to like my house to in Houston. Yeah. You've been to my house in Houston. Yeah. Big coffee table. It's heavy. I almost flipped it over. I was so mad. So then a day ago, this is yeah, so I two, booked a place in Memphis. Ago. Yep. We get there, walk in after a long day's drive. Yeah. I am parched. Beat. I'm beat. I'm parched. Yeah. I'm tired. I just want to shower. He just want some ice water. Uh, that's just all he wants. Want some ice water. $160 a night for an Airbnb, and you can't even hook up the water. There's ice no ice from the fridge. No Bleh. ice and no fridge. No ice, no water in the fridge. What was the cleaning fee on this place? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> you were scared to look. No, I don't think it was that bad because it was like, uh, you know, it was probably like yeah. $80 or something. Somebody like says I was $160, like, okay. you got out unscathed and you were like, that's just the, the rate. That's not yeah. the total. I got Dude. gypped, bro. Gypped. Gypped. And it said it was pet friendly. Like it said, you know, the place I was staying was like pet friendly, yeah. fenced in backyard and everything. Mm-hmm. You go in the backyard and there's no lights. The dogs were peeing in, in pitch black. It was looking like you're looking up a dark chimney. You couldn't when, see anything. And when there's no lights on, you can't see Luna. No. You can barely see Buck if there's like sunlight no, from like they didn't know over. where each other were they were looking for i was, was shining my dark. phone light on oh one and they goodness. couldn't find each other it was man i mean and so last night we stayed at home two suites old faithful come on that's where i love to stay fantastic they had the, they had the big dog area it was great poop bags you know whatever it was fantastic they were su- the lady at the front desk gave him gave buck and luna treats man like it was just it was the great. most accommodating Super experience. accommodating free coffee man it, free breakfast like it's fantastic i mean you're paying you know, for it but when i breakfast. when i was in nashville last week i stayed in an airbnb and didn't have as treacherous of an experience however I originally booked it because I was planning on taking Jasper with me. 
and didn't want to stay in a hotel for, I was there for six nights. I didn't want to stay there in a, in a hotel with her from, you know, so I, so I booked an Airbnb when I decided not to take her, I had already reserved the Airbnb. And if you decide you don't want to stay in a particular Airbnb, they charge you half of the money for the for the six night. It would have char- it would have cost me three nights just to cancel my reservation. I don't exactly have the greatest of feelings towards Airbnb either. And yeah, um, I mean this place I stayed the place we stayed in Memphis it's, it's uh, was kind of a refundable. Yeah, that's so it's, that's it's, yeah, it's worse than that. I mean, if you book for a week, you're, you're stuck. So heaven forbid you you know. Yeah. So I ended up staying in an Airbnb by myself for six nights. Obviously ended up costing more than a hotel. Didn't take Jasper with me because I was going to be so busy that she would have been in her crate the whole time. Anyway, she would have hated it. So, um, not great. Oh, brother. Just so, just um, get the Hilton reward points. Just do it. I I will say, um, one highlight of my road trip was Mm -hmm. getting to snack on, uh, some once again, nut butter crackers Ooh. uh fantastic hashtag ad um, hashtag once again nut butter yes uh once again nutbutter.com i have thoroughly enjoyed the snacks uh that they sent us obviously w- raved about them last week but i have more here in buffalo there we go um, so i'm looking forward to uh, i'll probably take some with me to camp and make some peanut butter and jellies Give them out to the team. Yeah. So the team thinks yep. of the nut butter. Um, but so when I was, when we were staying in Memphis, or actually, uh, take that back, the night before we left was the home run derby. Yes. One of probably, and we talked about this last week. Yes. The Top best three. Well, it's the best events. It's the Go best ahead. of the skill challenges in oh, all. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Top three sporting event of the year for me. Super Bowl, home run derby, and then the final game of the World Series or something like, or the uh, Champions League final or something like that. Like, you know, it's, I would put it, it's I would top, put it top 10. I don't know that it's in the sporting event, like a one, a one night deal, like appointment television. I'll go top five. See, I've got, I've got Super Bowl, Sunday Champions Masters. League final. Okay. Sunday Masters. I'm Sunday Masters. I'm thinking. Well, I'm talking single, single day March Madness sporting events. Okay, there you go. March we, Madness final. Are we talking? I don't I'm know. I would, single day sporting events. Can I put? Can I put opening? Opening Friday of March Madness. Opening get, Thursday, yeah. Or thir- sorry, Thursday, where you yeah. get like 32 games or some whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's 16 games and then 16 more on that Friday. Yeah. That's got to be that's up there. valid. So okay, so it's I'm, top I'm, five. I'm not discrediting the, the the home run derby by any stretch. I love the home run derby. I just don't know that I put it in my top three of all appointment top five. television sports. Fair enough. But that was Monday. Uh, yeah, and it was fa- fantastic. Yeah, uh, Julio Rodriguez stole the show. Rookie. Funny thing, obviously, I think it was made a pretty big deal when uh, Judge did the home run derby. Was that he won it or won? I guess he won. I think he won it maybe four, three or four years ago. I can't remember. It's always fun when a rookie participates and you get to see how much they make. And then if they win, they get the million dollars, which is Um, wild. I saw that crazy headline. Yeah. He, 
this year salary, he's making 700 K, uh, which is pretty good as a, uh, as a rookie across all sports. I think rookie salaries for this year in the NFL is like six, maybe six fifty. Yeah, so, something like that. Uh, and then f- for coming in second in the home run derby, he made seven hundred and fifty k. So yeah. more than his salary for the entire year. Yeah. I don't know what the exact is on what Juan Soto made for winning it. I think it was upwards of a mil, maybe one point five. Certainly funny that he <laughs> in one night made his. One entire night. salary and more. Yep. Although it was in California, so fantastic. I don't think that matters. Mm-hmm. Duty days? Does it matter? I don't the know. Game? I don't know. I think it's um, that's a great question. We um, need to get a tax, tax expert. If anybody is a tax expert listening to this episode, call please Uncle let Scott us know right now. I'm gonna call Uncle Scott. Scott here. Yeah. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him while we're recording this. Because he listens to the pod. I hope he doesn't answer. That would be funny. Ringing. That's a tough look. Can't even get Uncle Scott to answer. That's a tough look. Well, all right. That's tough. Um, so I, I would think that, that it's probably. See, I don't. I don't think. Why wouldn't it? It's just like an away game. If you're a home player in the state yeah, of California, I'm not sure. Anyway, good question. Anyway, the, uh, I'd lost my train of thought. So he, that awesome story about Julio being a rookie. Soto, one of the best players in the league, who he was uh, in the finals against, in the final against yep. Soto won. Soto won, won it. And the kid's a stud. Crazy story. Yeah. Made big time. He turned down a 15 year, $440 million contract extension. um, Yeah. Which, or or extension, I get, which to any regular person, not 99.9% of the world's population would be like, yes, please. Yeah. I'll take fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Uh, You're walking away with, I don't know, $270 million after taxes. I think I could find something to do with that. He turned it down, and in response, the Nationals didn't fly him to the All-Star game, uh, so he had to book his own flight and flew out there on his own dime. I love that he flew commercial to... I mean, it's just... It's cla- There's like a picture well, of see, him on see, the airplane. Oh, well, see, that's what, that was my question. I haven't seen anything... Like, he's a well-known yeah. baseball star... Like well, in season, this is in season. You would think if he flew yeah. commercial, there would be like more people would yeah. recognize him. Mm. I feel like I didn't see like any the anybody. There was an like, article. Oh my gosh, Juan Soto's on my flight. There was an like article the, that said that he was flying. That he was that they didn't fly him private. And there was a picture of some uh, of a of a commercial like flight. I'm assuming it was. Uh, of him on the airplane. I didn't click on it. I just kept scrolling. I also saw where the Oakland A's didn't fly. Um, uh, Pete Blackburn? Yeah. yeah. To, Which I didn't uh, realize he even Paul, made the uh, All-Star Black, game. Paul, Paul Blackburn. Blackburn. I didn't realize um, he even made the All-Star game because he, like, if you look at his numbers, they're not good. 
But, but he, I think he might be like their best player, like one of their best players. And I think every team had to have somebody there. He so, I don't was know. invited by the Houston Astros yes. to join them on their, on their private jet. Private jet. How cool. That is class. What a by PR move, though, Astros. for Houston. And it just makes the Oakland A's look even worse oh, terrible. than they already. The, their, their reputation across the league is just already bad for being cheap. Their stadium stinks. Never, you and I have never been there, but just from horror stories from the Oakland stadium, just not good. You can't, can't there, win baseball. I, there's a, uh, I, would, the worst, I don't remember who I was talking to. Do they have the worst uh, record in the league? 32, One of, I think Kansas City's down there. 61. Um, they're, 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 I have only seen... one worse is currently the Washington Nationals hmm. by one game. <laughs> one game. I yeah. have seen there. There's been some billionaire, like I don't know, venture capital people that have like bought land in Vegas. People are speculating that uh, that might be yeah where the team I've is seen moving. Some rumors about that. I I think it would be great. I think Vegas is. I mean, they've been wildly successful with the Raiders. Yeah. Wildly successful with the Knights hockey team. Yep. I don't know why um, it, it wouldn't work. I mean, yeah. Oakland. So another, I have, I have two more, two more funny, uh, interesting. They're funny to me, uh, but interesting topics. One about the home run derby. Second about the all-star game itself. First, the first round matchup between Albert Pujols and Kyle Schwarber. Hilarious for two reasons. Albert Pujols is old. He was like a gimme invite to the all-star, like to the home run derby and the all-star game, obviously, because he's a legend. He got like a, uh, yeah, 42 years old, 42 years old. Like, Hey, just come. It was him and Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. Like you guys, was it the legends? uh, Yeah. It's like a lifetime achievement award. Yeah. It wasn't definitely not due to their success. No, he had six homers this year. Like he's the, like that's not we're like, not doing this. It was like we're not we doing this. kind of feel bad for you yeah. because you've made All Star like exactly. every year exactly. in your career up to this like point. Seventeen time All Star. <laughs> so like here, come take you know join the team as legends. Yeah. You know one per team, whatever. So Albert Pujols gets invited to the All Star the the uh, home run to play in the home run derby to compete in the home run derby. He gets matched up with Kyle Schwarber, who is one of the best power hitters in the national league this year. I think he's got the most in the national league, like 20, 25 or 26, maybe in the national league known for last year, obviously playing for your Red Sox and getting super hot uh, and helping lead them to the playoffs. But Aaron judge 33 could, Kyle Schwarber, 29. There you go. Leads so all, the NL by two, all two they could Austin think Ryan. about all they could think all, all the announcers could talk about, when Schwarber was like getting ready to go was how, cause he went after Pujols was all they could talk about was, Oh, his swing is perfect for the home run derby. His swing is so perfect for this stadium. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Loses in the like first he round. He <laughs> went to a swing off. He had to fight to get to a swing off. With- first of all, with Albert Pujols, forty-two-year-old like Albert Pujols, home runs. Yes, he had to fight to get to a swing off, and still lost. He's forty-two. 
He's 42. And has six home runs to date this season. Now, granted, he's not an everyday starter, but just hilarious. Six home runs on the season. Okay, so second on the All-Star game, just hilarious to me. Such a big deal. Everybody's making a big deal. Tony Gonsolin. He's doing so well for the Dodgers. Yeah, just so good. Drooling. Never gets up any runs. Drooling. He's got 10 or 11 wins. He's going to start the All-Star game. Doesn't start the All-Star game. Comes in in the third inning or fourth inning to pitch. And Giancarlo Stanton mashes the second hardest. I'm sorry. I think it was the hardest hit home run ever recorded in an all-star game. You're just the like second furthest home run hit in an all-star game. You couldn't have been happier. Just, oh my gosh. I had the biggest smile on my face. Just cheesy. The biggest smile. And Only I was just better. like, you know what? Dodgers. Hmm. 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 Only, only thing better for you and that was Gary, just Gary crazy. Sheffield Jr. Oh yeah, would have been oh, it, prime. It had been hit in Yankee Stadium to the short porch yep. because you would have just lost your minds on Twitter, yep. tagging prime. me. You just shut I love down the internet. I love I just yeah. I, it's so enjoyable when I tag you in short porch tweets. And you I hope you enjoy it. You don't respond. I hope you enjoy and it. I, just, this I know year. you see it, but you don't like it or you don't mm. respond. And I just like mm, chef's kiss. So good. It's tough. Um, it really is tough being a Red Sox fan this year, specifically one that gets mad. I mean, about I would the be short mad porch. too if my previously all world pitcher came back, Chris Sale, expected to be the savior of the season. And 20 pitches in. He gets drilled in the pinky and breaks his pinky. Like what? On what earth does that happen? He spent months coming back from an injury. Rehab starts left and right. Can't right. make it up. Double A, triple A. Can't make it up. Can't you? Can't make it up. You can't make it up. This has uh, been a process since yeah. they won the World Series in 2018. <sighs> hmm. Anyway, crazy. Uh, so uh, we report Saturday. We report Tuesday. Yeah, very excited. Uh, you Tell guys, people why you report so much earlier than everybody else? Yep. So we, I'm not sure we covered this uh, on the pod last week. I know we covered training camp a little bit, but the uh, so we rec- we report Saturday. I think a couple of teams reported um, maybe yesterday or today. Uh, the two teams playing in the Hall of Fame game. I want to say it's the Jaguars and somebody. So I think maybe the, I want to say it's the Cowboys, but I don't know. Hall of Fame uh, game? Steelers, maybe. I thought it was the Raiders. Oh, Raiders. Raiders. Raiders, Jaguars. Anyway, um, we are reporting yep. early, Raiders, three days Jaguars. early, because we play in the uh, Thursday night game opening the season. So our for week one for week one, not preseason, um, which means that you have to report early. Oh yeah. We just get an extra preseason yeah, we get game an extra three days. Well, you lose the three days after the preseason game. So you Correct. get, the extra so we get three, three days, days early on the front end before all the preseason Correct. games. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so that's why we are reporting early. Um, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know when our first open practices, maybe uh, Sunday or Monday, but that'll be exciting to be back out and see 
all the fans again. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that we see a few Grills Mafia shirts out in the wow. uh, out in the stands. So if you wear a Grills Mafia shirt to training camp, please get my attention. I will definitely want to take a picture with you. Come find me, holler at me, get my attention. I will be on the lookout. So uh, definitely excited for for camp coming up. Uh, we'll be up there in Rochester for a few weeks. And you guys report Tuesday. We report Tuesday. And we have our public training camp dates announced, which includes joint practices with mm. the Philadelphia Eagles confirmed. at home, confirmed. confirmed, August 24th, August 25th. Practices against the – all right. Alarm bells going off due to low blood sugar. Okay. Shout out Tandem. Shout out Tandem. Shout out Minute Maid Lemonade for Dexcom. the – Shout out Tandem. Yes. Everybody's uh, being shouted out in this very moment. August 24th, August 25th, joint practices, Philadelphia Eagles, time – TBD. Dolphins fans, we would love is to that, see uh, in the afternoon. When is TBD? That he would be a legend to get on this podcast. Um, Although, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things that... to do on a podcast would be, or, I'm sorry, one of my favorite things to do, I lost my train of thought. Uh, one of my favorite things to do on a road trip is listen to his comedy specials. So uh, we did listen and fantastic. Just so he's he's amazing and kind of raunchy, but I think he'd be a good good pod. A couple things that I wanted to discuss as far as training camp goes, because I think training camp is training camp is this weird time for a month where you like get really close to your teammates because you're together like ten hours a day every day. And then all of a sudden you go from 90 players roughly on the team to 53 and the number gets cut in half. And it's like this really weird day because all of a sudden a lot of the guys that you got close to and you became friends with, you were in the locker next to them. They're not there. So that's kind of sad, but I will say one thing that I will be participating in now that I'm a third year player which when you get to uh, the third year, I've, I've kind of noticed third year is kind of when you get some, some cred. That's when you get vested. If you make it to the third game of your third season, third year players end up are veterans in the league. And one thing that I noticed my first two years was that the veterans, the best vets in the locker room are the ones that invest in the young guys specifically during training camp. And for me, that was Ryan Fitzpatrick, journeyman quarterback, played Mm -hmm. I don't know how many years, played for Buffalo, played for the Dolphins, obviously, widely respected across the league. Fitzmagic, as they say, just a good, good guy to have on the team. And he didn't have to invest time in, in getting to know a young long snapper, but he did. And I will forever respect him for that. So just thought I should throw that out there as we get into 
Uh, year three for me, year seven. Be seven. Seventh training camp for the kid. Yep. Get at heart. Are there any vets that you, when you were yeah. coming along, that like? Yeah. So the first two that come to mind are Eric Wood and Lorenzo Alexander, mm. um, two guys that you have met, two guys that are well known in the Buffalo community. Zero surprise to anybody that those yeah. names probably came out of my mouth. I don't think I've heard anybody ever say anything bad about Zoe. Yeah. Like, just you guys, you and one of the you, greatest teammates I've ever had. You and Lorenzo, yeah, like, like, would compete to be the first guy in the locker room. Yeah. On game day. And yeah, we took the early bus. Yeah. One, one thing that I have, and, and I love that you said year, you know, year three is kind of when you, you transform and you start kind of, that's when you start to look down, not in a bad way. You start to look down and and take guys under your wing, so to speak. You you yeah. start giving a little bit of advice. Well, you start being, you start becoming more comfortable yeah. in who you are as a professional football player. The game 100%. starts slowing down. You know the routine of things. Hundred percent. So yeah, I noticed that my once I got a couple years in, and I you know that I make that a big focal point for myself because I know how lonely maybe um, how just how you know how scared scary it can be to go into your first training camp and you're like I don't know am I ever going to play football again yeah you know like okay I just played my last preseason game Uh, am I ever going to play football again I don't know Depending on what, regardless of what position you play. Well, um, so and, I, I, and so you went through the cut process though. Right. And, and it, and it was even, it was even more like, like you, 90 to 80 or yeah. to 90 to 75 and then 75 to 53. Yeah. So you're seeing guys just, yeah. I mean, you're seeing yeah. tw- 20 I was guys. First cuts my first year, I was a part of that first batch yeah. that went down. I make a very conscious effort to reach out, get to know, try to, make myself as available as possible to the younger guys on the roster, because I know that I know how much I was looking for somebody, you know, older than me that I could connect with that I wanted to relate to that. I wanted to like follow their lead, maybe on the field, off the field, whatever it was, I'm trying to take things from different people when I'm a young player. And I still do. But from the on the flip side of things, I've got T Bass in my room, who's a couple years in. I've got Matt Hawk, who's the same age as me, you know, same been the same as long as I have, and then Ariza, who we're kind of trying to bring along. Yeah, you know, he's trying to figure some stuff out, and and he, he you know done a good job so far. But the uh, you know I'm I you know not even it doesn't have to be in my room. It could be in any any position room. I'm just trying to make myself available to guys give advice when it's warranted if they ask and part of that comes with being a captain you know for a few years now uh but you know it's 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 something small but something um big at the same time that i know guys over i appreciated when i was coming up my first couple years in the league and i know guys appreciate me doing it now uh so they can have somebody to reach out to if they need something. So it's, I think that's, that's great that you mentioned that. Yeah. And I I just, I mean, it, a lot of vets um, could be in the mindset of, I'm just worried about me. I'm worried about performing and keeping my job. If 
feeding my family. Uh, but there are guys, there are a lot of guys out there who, like you, have, you know, really uh, tried to invest and, and take time to make those guys comfortable uh, because at the end of the day, the better each individual player plays, the better off the team is going to be. So absolutely, uh, the more guys that understand that, the better. So, uh, but let's so, maybe cover. Well, I was going to say during of, during of training camp. Yep, during training camp. Just wanted to give our listeners a little um, bit of some expectations uh, for uh, the podcast. We are. I mean, we're still getting. We're 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 continuing. Uh, we haven't let you guys down. Well, I'll say that we haven't let anybody down, but uh, I was going to say we have not missed a week, but we have missed maybe two. There's uh, been for, uh, outstanding circumstances, but uh, we will continue to release podcasts every week throughout training camp. We'll be covering, uh, you know, training camp, uh, you know, maybe some fans that we meet, um, things that go, you know, funny things that happen during training camp. I know when preseason games start to roll around, uh, we'll be talking about, uh, you know, those games. Like um, snap of the week. Snap of the week coming up. Obviously, went for away games uh, and you you having joint practices. Uh, which one is away? Is Philly away? Philly is at home. The other one is, I think, announced. I think we're at Tampa uh, okay. week one, preseason game one. I believe gotcha. we're joint practice with them. Gotcha. I don't okay. know. Uh, well, we'll, I haven't we'll, seen that publicly, but okay. Um, I don't. When know. those away preseason games get, you know, when they approach, uh, we will be covering, you know, you know those cities. You know, I, you know, one thing for sure that y'all are going to hear about uh, in a few weeks is when we play in Charlotte, one of my favorite places to go because there is a fantastic barbecue place down there. Uh, I have to look up the name because it's been a couple years since we played down there. But I think we we went for a joint practice in 2020, uh, or no 20 was it 2020 Carolina yeah, 20, yeah or 2019 uh, it was 2019 yeah 2020 it wouldn't have been because of COVID COVID uh, uh, 2019 so it would have been 2018 or 2019 um, and that was the last time we went down there so yeah. uh, I'll have to look up the barbecue spot I know exactly where it is uh, but I'm of course I'm definitely gonna go. And, and eat there again when we go for the preseason game. Yeah. But uh, we'll be covering uh, the obviously the away cities and some of the foods to eat there. I saw a cool article on the best and worst NFL logos that I thought would be fun uh, to cover. Brett and I were talking about that on our road trip. He said, obviously, he lives in Nashville. He said the Tennessee Titans got voted the worst logo in the league. It's pretty bad. And I think the Steelers – I took a I took a peek at the article. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers – May have been voted uh, near the top. Um, take some, so that'll we'll take some calls for that ex- one. We'll yeah, take we'll some take opinions. Some Tweet at us or let us know. Uh, Instagram, send us uh, some DMs on uh, what your favorite logos are. Maybe send us your top five, bottom five, uh, so we can cover that on the podcast in the coming weeks. And then, uh, you know, like I said, we're, you know, any, any any funny interactions at camp. Um, people always love hearing about those. Uh, when we're talking, uh, you know, talking training camp stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun couple weeks. Uh, it's going to be a grind per usual, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's training camps here. The season's here. It's, we're about to get rolling. It is here. We are pumped. 
I guess this is a wrap on this week's episode. I'm still waiting on Uncle Scott to call me back. So uh, if any of y'all TBC, yeah, just uh, I I feel big timed. Uh, So maybe happens to the best of us. Maybe if Reed called, he would pick up the phone. But we may never know. Just uh, what was the Star Six and D Nine back in the day? Yeah, the prank call, like caller ID. Beautiful. All right. That is a wrap. This has been After the Snap, Tales from Two Brothers Who Live Life Upside Down.